What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a. Um, I think we're gonna chill this week, Doc. This is a. This is a. This is still gonna be a, a pretty loaded episode, right? Yeah, episode ninety nine o'clock radio speakers, but we gotta we gotta catch up on everything we missed because last week we had Wendy Day. Yeah. Week before that we had Vossier. Uh, yeah. So two, two ama- two amazing shows. Go to clockradiospeakers.com and and check those out. But yeah, in the midst of that, I'll tell you this, like what Doc and I do, we usually just kind of comb. Aside from us just kind of like, you know, keeping our ears to the streets. Um, <laughs> the East <we> Streets. Mostly, <laughs> the East Streets. We mostly, the East Street band, we mostly yeah, go to um, Rap Radar. We kind of say, all right, because Rap Radar is known to post the more notable topics that's going on in hip hop. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I'm on page 27 and there's still stuff that we haven't talked about. So there's a lot to talk about this week. Um, clockradiospeakers.com is powered by Tumblr. So if you're on Tumblr, please follow us there. I need to get on Tumblr really, really bad. Um, follow us on Twitter at my, my Twitter is at Armand wake up, A-R-M-O-N-D wake up on one word. Official Twitter handle for clock radio speakers is at CRS podcast on one word. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash clock radio speakers every Sunday night, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, the pulse-radio.com. And uh, Doc's here. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Follow me on Twitter at Doc underscore beats, S not a Z. Um, I think you got everything. Yeah, I think we're good. <sighs> it's good to be what's back, up? man. You, you know, you... Uh, you had a little vacation, a little time yeah. away. You still yeah. found time to call in for the good people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was uh, I was in Florida with my kids and um, their godparents, which are uh, my best friend and his wife. Um, we were just, you know, hitting them Orlando streets, man. Disney and <laughs> the world's the- largest McDonald's. They had Belgian waffles there. I'm like, I'm not doing Belgian waffles at McDonald's. That's not gonna. That's not gonna work. Um, you know, it was a good time. Great time. I needed that. I'm rejuvenized. I'm motivated. I'm rejuvenated. Rejuvenized. Motivated. Rejuvenized. Yeah. Hashtag. Um, I'm motivated, rejuvenated, and uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to work, man. I sound like a rapper. <laughs> you grinding. Yeah, son. Um, yeah. You know, you were uh, even adding stuff to Cairo's last minute while you're out there. I see what you're doing. Yeah, this, man. This dude comes back and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I need to find space. There's no space on this album, but we, but you know, I'm on found space. Um, found space. There is literally on an 80 minute CD. This disc is 79 minutes and 58 seconds. And, and I might be trying to actually take up some of that two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I and got those plans. two seconds might even be. Like to, like no joke. I may no have joke. to like test. I may have to find a CDR. Oh, I got a box over here still. I may have to uh, to test like burn just right. to make. I may have to test burn just to make sure um, that it actually works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, uh, Kairos is two weeks away. Two weeks. Two weeks from today. It will two. It'll be thirteen. It'll be yeah, thirteen yeah, days 13 from days. when the show comes out. But we're recording on Tuesday. So yep, two weeks from uh two weeks from Tuesday. Yep, we're we're yeah. And where can people go if they uh, if they still haven't pre-ordered? Shame on shame on them if they have Shame pre-ordered. on you all. This is this is funneling right back into all the everything that we're doing. The the but you can go to thisiskairos.com, K-A-I-R-O-S, thisiskairos.com. You can pre-order, get t-shirts, you can get, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Um and even if you pre-order the album, you'll get a hidden bonus track that will not be available after May 21st. And um you'll actually get the album a couple of days early. Um, you'll have that download link a, a tad bit earlier than everybody else. So, 
you know, if you plan on buying the album, it just makes sense to just go ahead and pre-order it. <laughs> it just makes sense. Like, it does. It just makes sense. I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's, yeah. What more do you need? But, you know. So, yeah, if people haven't heard it, they can go to ArmandWakeUp.com. You got uh, three, three vlogs out now. Yep, um, yep, they, can hear uh, the, they can hear the lead single Genesis Revelations. Yep, yep. We're going to be leaking uh, another record, possibly two more in the next week and a half. Mm. Um, but yeah, we, yeah we, got some, we got the video coming. Um, Genesis Revelation video is incredible. Um, just shot footage for another video that we're going to be dropping on a holiday that's coming up. Mm, okay, that um, makes sense. Makes and, sense. Yeah, yeah, and a few other things that we're that we're, we're planning, man. And Kairos, yeah, you guys will be hearing about Kairos a whole whole lot. Um, yeah, Doc and I and everybody on the team has definitely been working, like not grinding, like not rapper grinding, like literally working. Our 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 DMs look retarded; they look pathetic. They're just full of rapper slang and lingo. And, <laughs> Hey, say, oh my! I finally used up my Dropbox. I am at now. Mind you, I have fifty gigs because I got I got fifty with the Galaxy, and I am at eighty nine point six percent used. That's pathetic. Yeah, I I wish I could buy increments of storage from Dropbox because I've got like seven and change, and I'm just I'm at I think I'm I gotta be like almost at the limit. Every time I do something new, it like pops up and like gets mad at me. Yeah. It's um, really doc. Really. <laughs> it's like come something on. else. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. yeah. We, we I mean, we we could do self promo all day. That would that would be the rapper way, but uh, instead let's we, um But we will be doing some things clock radio speakers related to Kairos very 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 soon. So, you'll be hearing a lot more about it if you've never heard my music or Doc's production. You you'll be forced. How, how to hear I guess it's possible that somebody could be like a regular listener of the show and never heard that, but that's just Yeah, definitely. Sense. All right. Um, so what are we talking about this week, man? What, uh, what's going on? And a, a bunch of stuff. Um, what's, 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 what's hot in these streets today? Um, we, we haven't talked at all about – well, so I believe – did we get a chance to talk about Ross getting dropped by Reebok? Um, I think so. Maybe. I think we did. But we didn't get a chance to really talk about Mountain Dew. So they got two things going on. So they've got yeah. a relationship with Tyler – yeah, and then they've had a relationship with Little Wayne. Yeah. Um. So the Little Wayne one, I think we spoke about this briefly, right? In the Karate Chop remix, he's got a line about Emmett Till. Yeah. And um, you know, they wanted apologies, didn't go far enough, and then ultimately Mountain Dew caved. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Pepsi, PepsiCo, which well, makes yeah, no, PepsiCo, which makes Mountain Dew. Um. <laughs> What was more interesting, I mean, that, that sort of felt a little predictable, yeah. right? And right. one thing I want to point out that sort of irritates <laughs> me is I see a lot of people online who go, you know, so-and-so rapper never did this. I mean, so-and-so rapper said worse stuff and they didn't get, you know, they didn't get all this attention. We heard this a little bit with the Ross, you don't even know, like people, I think even Meek Mill would be like Eminem, like people compared it to like other stuff. Yep. The difference is rappers weren't chasing these commercial relationships as much exactly right you might back like you want to go back in the day back in the day they were doing saint ides commercials right absolutely you might get the sprite commercial <laughs> oh man oh did you have to do the sprite commercial right i mean C- considering one of my childhood heroes just, oh, you man, had to talk I'm about so, the sprite I'm, commercial i'm sorry y'all but, i was really hurt Chris Cross, we'll talk man? about that in a minute yeah, yeah we'll talk about like that. that really hurt my that really hurt um 
So, but yeah, but this is a totally. But back to your point, this yeah, is a totally yeah. different monster compared to you know the even the Sprite campaign was more. And we'll say this because even even in the early '90s, early to mid '90s, when when those Sprite and Saint Ives commercials, they were very targeted. Oh, um, oh yeah. And and hip hop itself was very targeted as opposed to now where hip hop is com- is to- it's a totally different monster. It's a totally different culture. So everybody's going to get exposed to it. You you can it's not you know as Doc likes to say inside baseball where just a certain group of people are going to get it. Hip hop now is obviously way more universal than a lot of us would like to admit. Yeah, ironically, the f- you know you can you because if you look at that by record sales, it wouldn't make sense because hip hop sold more in the late nineties. Yep. than it does yep. now but ironically because hip-hop doesn't sell as much now artists have to produce have to sort of pursue these uh i guess i would say they pursue fame and then situations where they can profit off of the fame that aren't necessarily music and that means commercials it means you know clothing lines it means other sorts of things but when you do that now all of a sudden you've got more people who are watching what you're saying right Right, because record labels a long time ago did the math and they figured out how much controversy they were willing to tolerate for record sales. Right, yeah. Time Warner did it in the ni- in the mid '90s with Death Row. Um, there's a certain amount of controversy, but that's record sales, right? That's you know grossing ten dollars a disc back to the record company. There's like for those like mid to late '90s albums, like there was a lot of money rolling in, and that quantity of money can really make a, a, a big conglomerate go, eh, I don't really care if somebody's mad about this. Right. But when you're talking endorsements, that's different. It's one okay. thing to be a record label, because you can sort of go, hey, that's his art. Right? I signed yeah. him or her for, for their art. And maybe it's controversial, but it's art. And that's sort of thrown out there. But yeah. when it's, this person is representing my brand, now we're in a different realm altogether. Right. Absolutely. So you had Lil Wayne and Mountain Dew. Did that surprise you at all? Um, it, it was weird only because initially when uh, Emmett Till's family came out and spoke on um, Wayne's lyrics, that was a while ago. That was like, I want to say almost like two months ago where they had said something and then it died down and then they came back out like we wanted an apology or Wayne apologized. It was weird. Like it just, it showed up, it disappeared and then it came back and now it's like a thing. So um, but you know, even with that being said, no, not really. Um, not really. But I, on the flip side of that, like you kind of got to realize you got to look at what you're investing in. Like how many offensive things has Wayne said in his, in his music over the last 15 years? Like it's True. not going to stop because, and Wayne has, has, has blatantly descri- d- displayed a, I don't care attitude. You know, I mean, that was the the freaking campaign. Do what you want to do, right? So you created the monster. You allowed the monster to roam in the backyard, and it decided to hop over the fence. I guess. I mean, I guess. But clearly, there are certain types of controversies that companies are willing to tolerate. I would say if you're dealing with with an ism, and what I mean by that is specifically sexism or racism. Anything involving, or even just if it's gonna, if you think it might offend a a race or a gender or mm-hmm. anything like that, companies mm-hmm. are not gonna touch that for better or for worse. Whatever you believe or don't believe, they're not gonna touch that right now. I'll agree with that. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? So the other thing for Mountain Dew, which is kind of interesting, is um, 
I guess I didn't even realize they had a relationship with Tyler. Yeah, Tyler has actually been directing their Mountain Dew commercials, not just hawking their product, but actually he has a hand in the presentation. Yeah, that's really interesting to me. Yeah, um, very much so. So he had a he had a commercial which he thought was sort of funny. It was directed by him. People thought it was racist. So they pulled it. And that was weird. Have you seen the the ads? Yeah. Did, you, did they come across racist to you? They came across as like sophomoric. Um, Define sophomoric, like sophomore in high school? Sophomoric meaning like, ama- like not amateur, like uh, juvenile. How about that? Okay. But, but that's Tyler's shtick. Right. That's the whole reason they signed him, right? Because he's goofy and he's a little weird and he's kind of alternative. Right. And whatever. Juven- all- juvenile like Kitty or juvenile like taking over for the 9-9 in the 2000s? <laughs> Sorry, I had it's to. all good. Actually, you, you, wait, speaking of, you had to bring that up. I, we forgot to talk about this before we started recording. Um, something think about bringing the big timers back. Yeah, and Drake is going to be on the album by and by being on it. He means right for both. I don't want. I don't want Manny Fresh. First off, I don't want a big timers. Actually, you know what? A big timers album might be. There might be some ignorance, some coonery that I, I would partake in in 2013. But I don't know if I want Drake writing that. And I don't want this Birdman, like the Birdman, that can, and we'll talk about this a little later, like on the Bugatti remix. But this 2012, 2013 Birdman really thinks he can rap as opposed to oh, the early get your roll on still fly <laughs> Birdman that was a game spitter. I'll, I'll take that all day. So for the, for the people who don't know, could you define a game spitter? <laughs> <laughs> I can't describe it is indescribable. It's you know, it's 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 I guess it's more so of the li- uh, just um the lifestyle, I guess. I don't know, man. It's just some sort of excuse. So when people said, you know, oh you can't rap and they said, Yeah, I know, you know, that there was no backlash. Like this was pre I'm not a rapper, where you actually had to like claim that you were a rapper, even if you sucked. Well, so if Complex Magazine is doing top 10 game spitters, who, who's that list? Oh, my God. Putting you on the You're spot. Right now. You are putting me on the spot. I don't know. Puff? Yeah, yeah, Puff. I mean, I don't even think there's 10. All right. It's just... Puff, J. I mean, it's just the upper echelon. It's Puff, J, um, Baby, um, Birdman. Um, I don't know. Alright. T.I. T. when he talks, not when he raps. Mm, okay. When, you, when, you, when he uses big words and then like over enunciates each <laughs> syllable. That is the greatest thing ever. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if there's 10, though. I really don't. If you notice, are there, there's not really a whole lot of like bougie rap going on right now. Even other than, you know, your, your, your Jays and your Kanye's and, and all that. Like, that, that. What do, you, what do you mean by bougie rap? Like, is this like the luxury rap, Wash yeah, the Throne? Yeah, luxury rap, yes. I don't even think Ross does luxury rap anymore. Did you, hear, did you hear the John Legend? I did. And it reminded me, it reminded me of like the R&B version of, um, um, not super high. Devil in a Blue Dress? No, not Devil in a Blue Dress. That's what his flow reminds me of. Um, it, uh, it, but it reminded me of that, like that pocket that, that John Legend and, and Ross have been in, um, magnificent kind and, of. um, sweet life and, um, yeah, like just, it, it's in that, it's in their, it's in their wheelhouse. Not to say that's a bad thing, but it's definitely in their wheelhouse. It was cool. 
I like Ross's verse on there. That's the Ross I miss. Not this, yeah. uh, you know, Box Chevy. Uh, <laughs> How does this have a video? But he's still dropping videos off the album. He's yeah, because he put out the video for Ice Cold about two weeks ago. Um, I don't know, man. Um, that's a really good question. I I have no. I mean, he's really trying to force this Box Chevy record, and I think everybody is tired of the BMF formula because you think about it. He's been he's been riding this formula three consistently years. for about yeah about four years. Um, if Ross went back to deeper than rap Teflon Don, what what did you always call it? Would you call it? Oh, I don't oh, even I, know. It was it wasn't mafioso rap, but whatever you called it, like the the lush sounds oh. that Ross used. If Ross goes back to that, I think he's good. Nah, he uh, needs. I, I don't necessarily think I want that either. Like I'd like to hear something different. Does he have anything different? Have you seen any signs? Oh, you know what? Let me not box Ross in. Let me not box Ross in. I'll, I'll, I'll curb my statement. I would love I'll, it if he hired the producers that Rocky Fresh works with. It's sort of went a little different you really like this uh this rocky fresh kid yeah he's he's growing on you the Paul. problem <laughs> the problem with rocky fresh is really just that he's not what i would call a particularly charismatic rapper right? no but he's got a great ear for beats he has a knack for making songs without without you know again without that charisma on the mic and yeah you know, for all of Ross's faults, when he wants, he can do that. Yeah. Right. So, more importantly, Rocky, at least you know, at least in terms of MMG, is the only one out here doing something really different. You know, Wale kind of does a little different, but Wale has sort of like, you know, kind of what you're getting with Wale. Yeah. With Rocky, I still feel like we haven't really heard like everything yet. Nah, nothing definitive just yet. Um, he just put out this another mixtape <clears throat> called Birthday Tape, which I don't understand at all. Rapper move. Um, they just put out a big mixtape for him like three months ago, four months ago. Like that actually had a lot of like songs that could that they could have pushed. You know, a little single like stuff with actual like appeal that if they really wanted to push, you know. I, and now they got this, which is kind of weird. Like this is the kind of tape that you would drop to like. And to get people noticing you after a long layoff to be like, hey, I'm going to drop an album in like four months. Yeah. Right. And then so this is, this is the sort of tape where and then you like would test a lead single, kind of like what um, Ross did before Teflon Don. Right. Yeah. Um, where he had the little EP and then, you know, you sort of say what, what's going to be a single off this. But I don't know what to do with Rocky Fresh. Like the beats on his birthday tape, I, I don't think there's a bad song on here at all. And there's a couple ones. Actually, the song with Ross is really good. Um, rolling with gunplay is good. Um, rolling? Yeah. Not the song you're thinking. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, buddy. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, it, it's funny. Like, he's the kind of guy that if he would have signed like with Kanye, Kanye would have just jacked half his whole style, totally taken his producers, and shoved him on the B team for for good music. <laughs> For right. better or for worse. Instead, yeah. Ross is going to let him do his own thing, but he's sort of floundering out there. I don't know which one's better. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what MMG as a whole is doing. You know, today, Dream Chasers 3 was supposed to come out. Yeah, what happened with that? Um, he doesn't have a single or anything. Um, you know, Stolly's single stalled. 
Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because I like that record. But it was it was too regional. It was too, again, inside baseball. Um, you know, Wale's working on an album. Wale's obviously working on an album. But, you know, I've said on this show multiple times that Wale is 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 doing a lot of things right with his MMG position. And then there's everybody else. Gunplay keeps getting arrested. Like, is this is this like the beginning of the end? Is this is this the Spider Loke Olivia Mob Deep era? Is this the Samantha Ronson era for MMG? Samantha Ronson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um You would judging by what Ross is pushing for Box Chevy, you know, that's a, that's supposed to be a single like you could I don't think it's difficult to look at this and sort of argue he's peaked. Right? Totally. Um I don't know what they're doing with Meek Mill. Meek Mill is a really weird artist to me just because I'm not what I would call a huge Meek Mill fan. Right. Um he's very one dimensional. Extremely one dimensional. Right, for all of Ross's faults. That yeah, he keeps pushing these box Chevy type songs, but he can also do other types of songs. Who's that, Ross or Meek? Ross, like Meek. Okay. Um, Meek can only do Jalil beats type records. When he tries to do like the storytelling, and I mean, people like the Tony stories and stuff, but I don't. Nah, I'm good. But he does those faster tempo, high energy. He does those records well. You know what the problem with those Meek records and those stereotypical MMG records are? Is that there's no dyna- there's no dynamic to the to the song what i mean by Define that is dynamic um dynamic a great example of dynamic is bugatti right where the beat will sort of get quiet and the song gets sort of quiet before exploding builds right? up so you build up and you get that sort of energy if you have a song that's just loud and like over and over again not only can that be sort of irritating but there's just no mo- there's no it's not what you would say dynamic right it doesn't feel like it's living like it's breathing yeah. you know it's just sort of non-stop um you know, Mike Will is probably the best at this right now. Yeah. Um, for He has sort of done the best job at adapting, you know, this sort of... What started off as like a Lex Luger 2.0 sound, but it's really morphed beyond that. Yeah, um, it's become... it's become He's added a lot a lot of melodies to it, and he's kind of hybrided... He's kind of been a hybrid... Hybrided, Jesus. Hybrided. Words. Um, he's kind of been a hybrid of what Lex, Lex Luger was doing, and... I hear a lot of Hit Boy in his stuff too. I hear, I, and of course, with the filter, you gotta point to Drake. Of as course, an forty. Of course, forty. Yeah, yep. forty and Drake. Um, that's really fun, actually. So, speaking of Bugatti, yeah, we got the Bugatti remix out right now. Of course, it's a you, what DJ Khaled had a song, a hit record, and he didn't put out a, a remix. He had to. <laughs> um, how, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about the Bugatti remix? You know what? I'm not mad at it. Um, I like T.I. on it. Speaking of Meek Mill, Meek Mill switched his flow. I think, you know what? I'm going to say this. And I thought about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think when <laughs> I think Ace gets Meek Mill on these records to be like, hey, look, flow. And then Meek, like, he's like, crap, I got to do something different before they find me out. So <laughs> I've never heard Meek Mill rap like this ever. Like his flow is totally in the pocket. Um, and then even Ace, this is how Ace should have rapped on the original version. That's the first thing I said. There was, there was things that you, there was things that you could sing along with. There was, mm. there was stops. There were, 
Like these are things that you have to take artist tip. These are things that you have to kind of take into um, consideration when you rap. If you just rapidy, 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 rap, 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 rapidy, rapidy, rap, you have no time for breath control. You have no time to engage the crowd. You're, you're talking. It's like a conversation. You know how when you talk and you like, you, uh, you pause in between the things that you say to make sure that the other person that you're talking to gets what you're saying? That's how you should write your rhymes. You need to write and, and not with the long, I mean, you can do the long uh, YMCMB, Nicki Minaj pauses where <laughs> she'll skip like three-fourths of the bar and then only say the word that's going to rhyme in the next line. I mean, you could do that, but I mean, just take a breath, take a breather. Like, don't, don't talk relax, to death. Relax, relax. Yeah, relax. And, and, a- and Ace's verse on the original Bugatti was just... This was like, I just picked my child up from school and they're telling me about their entire day. (laughs) (laughs) And this remix was more along the lines of, all right, you know, it was a a lot better. It was a lot better. Um, But other than 2 Chains has been kind of stinking it up lately, um, I think he needs to just take a break. I I think he just needs to like go home and rest up, get some soup. And as I said earlier, you know, Birdman, get get that Campbell's money, you know. Yeah, get that Campbell's money. And um, uh, Birdman thinks that he can really rap. But everybody else was cool. Wiz was cool. T.I. was dope. Meek was dope. I feel like I'm missing one other person. Future? No, just kidding. Uh, French. Yeah, I wasn't. You know, I got French. So Mm -hmm. who's trending worldwide on Twitter as we speak? Because his... uh, his baby mother is calling him a deadbeat. Hmm. Not because he dropped a, a video today. Nah. All right. And yeah, I just saw a really good point. Jeezy should have been on this Bugatti remix. How, how do you feel about this Bugatti? Because I want to talk about Jeezy for a second. But let, how do you feel about the Bugatti remix? Um, I feel it. Sell. I feel the lineup sort of sells the song short. And what I mean by that is this is the kind of lineup that. You know, I would expect any, like, sort of regional hit to get. Or maybe even a little bit bigger than regional. But Bugatti's actually a pretty good-sized hit for for Ace Hood. Yes, it is. I feel like this is... His album doesn't come out until July. That is what's killing me. July. So this song has totally run its course. Yes. Oh, man, that is tough. Yeah. He should be dropping. He should, at the latest, be dropping May 21st. At the latest. He should drop today. Yeah, he should have been out like two weeks ago. Well, yeah. Got to ride that. You know, it's kind of the same. You know, it's like with French and um, Pop That. Yeah. Right. Although, you know, on Pop That, obviously the artists on the original were obviously obscenely famous. But, no, I, I sort of felt like the, you know... For a song like that, I sort of would have. I, I, I wish they would have brought out maybe like the A Squad. Yeah. Like you know, where's Drake? Where's Ross? Like you know, it, if 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 Khaled's got the you know, he's got the iPhone open or the Android, he's scrolling through his contacts. Like go up, you know. Call those people up for for this level of a song. Hey, Ja Rule just got a jail today. Get, I get saw that. Who's gonna get? Who's gonna be the first artist to put Ja Rule on their record? Like right now, Papoose. <laughs> no, for real though, Ja Rule can get on a record right now on a remix, and it'll make noise. It'll make a little bit of noise, and it won't make like 
ha ha funny noise. Like it'll be like. I hope he goes in the studio and says, I, I need that future setting. No. <laughs> if he, no. I want him to rap. I want story. I want story to tell. But I want a little bit of pause. Put it on me. Like the <laughs> early singy job. Not mesmerized. <laughs> you, you just did that freeway early, by the way. Early. I, early. We were listening to, to both of those Rockefeller. For, that was my rant on Twitter the other day. We were listening to both of those Rockefeller Hot 97 freestyle sessions, the, the original classic one with everybody, um, and then the other one with just state property. Mm. Um, and Beanie was dissing, you know, Beanie dissed Nas and Jade over uh, special delivery, and Freeway was hyperventilating while it was running, all that stuff. Yeah, good times. Good times, man. Very good times. Yeah, every, every, after every verse, holla, holla, <laughs> holla at me, hove, holla, like, yo. They ran that holla thing into the ground. And who put out a song called Holla? Memphis, Memphis Bleak. <laughs> the song is awful. I've never heard that song all the way through. Are you Maybe serious? Never heard it all the way through. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, it's on my nerves. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, you know, I want to talk about Jeezy just real quick. You know, the R.I.P. record, has that grown on you or you still don't like it? I just don't like DJ Mustard Sound. Gotcha. I mean, maybe it's because I'm not in the clubs. Like, I, I don't, that's not my world anymore. <laughs> So, no, really, like, um, I don't know. Like, I, I could see that. It, it's, it's grown on me. Um, the remix actually did it for me. Uh, the first one with uh, him, Kendrick, T.I., and I think Chris Brown or whatever. That did it for me. Um, and I'm starting to hear he was on the Show Out remix. Like, he was on the We Still In This remix with B.O.B. Like, Jeezy kind of Jeezy and Ti killing these uh these remix records. Yeah, keeping that, their, that keeping feels their like sh- small potatoes to me for these guys. What happened to uh what happened to Ti and that Guns N' Roses joint? G- great question. I don't know. But where what should Jeezy be doing right now? Um, trying to find out how much it's going to cost to to get like eight Mike Will tracks. That's what Jeezy should be doing. He should also be trying to figure out what happened to Shorty Red. And um, yeah. now you know, I Jeezy's interesting because there's really, I guess, sort of three directions he could go. He could try to go pop, and what I mean by pop isn't like you know pop how we used to define it in the late '90s, right? I'm not saying shiny shoe, shiny suit Jeezy, right? But what I'm saying is to sort of aspire to where maybe T.I. was going in like 2008, right? He could try to make that leap. I don't, I don't know if he could. He could play in the lane he's playing in right now, which sort of seems to be like the – like he's vying to be king of Atlanta basically. Mm-hmm. Or he could sort of go back to his roots a little bit, right? I, I, on the most recent Jeezy stuff that we heard, was it F the World? Yeah, no, that it's the world makes it's sense. the world. Yeah. Um, that that just sounded like everything else. Like Jeezy, Jeezy made a name for himself because he had a sound, right? And he and then instead of when he because <clears throat> he was he was supposed he was poised to break out uh, around the time of uh, Blueprint Three. That was uh, was that Inspiration Time? Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. yeah, like they it was him, Jay, and Trey Songs. They were on that Blueprint Three tour and. That was the thing. Like, it was um, 
TM103 was supposed to be out around that time. Like, he was really supposed to put out that record. Hmm. And I think Jeezy's one of those artists who's just so focused on the streets and the hood. Like, he doesn't even think about anything beyond that. Because he should have been uh, a household name. And, and that, you know, that's fine. But, you know, because when Jeezy came out, really his first two records, and even his third record, like, he sounded different. Right. It What's was, his third record? Uh, the Is recession. That, that's not the. Okay, the re, that's what I was thinking of. Not the insp, in, the inspiration was one hundred and two, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking of the recession. My bad. You know, his first three records, they had a, they were different. Like he had a whole sort of well round. Like he was a different kind of artist, and I feel like somewhere in the middle, like somewhere between now and then, he's just sort of evolved to Jeezy over. Stuff that I could hear a bunch of people on. Yeah, he sort of lost I, what was unique about him. And part of that is because, you know, the sound of what's hot evolves. But, all right, so go find the next thing. Right. Do, do you think the recession was better than uh, 101? I think 101 is really overrated. I think so, too. I love, I think the, I love Trap or Die. And of I course. Think, and I love the recession. The recession was really good. The recession's really good. Really, really good. Um, probably one of the better records from that year. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean, man, put on. That. I mean, um, um, who that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He needs to find Shorty Red like now, or the next Shorty, or, or something different. Nah, because remember that tape that him and Shorty Red did before Shorty Red went to jail, that had um that had Amen on it. Yeah. yeah. That tape had some joints. But that was it. But that was at the time where Jeezy was like, where Ross was blowing up, and Jeezy was looking desperate. So he was putting out a whole bunch of mixtapes, and TM103 wasn't getting a release date. Mm. So it was like cool to slander Jeezy. But I think a lot of people slept on that because of that. That mixtape had some joints. So bring him back. I mean, nobody's. Uh, Shotty Red has has you know done some things with his sound. I would hope so. He's he's a free man. He beat his case. So, you know, I'm hoping he's just sitting around making a bunch of beats waiting on, on Jeezy to call him. <laughs> I would hope so. Or he's texting them every, every, every month, every other week. Hey, you know what? I mean, sometimes people, you just like, you just don't have it anymore. That's true. It happens. That's true. Um, so so. We, we talked about this briefly, but we forgot to come back to it. We, we didn't really get into crisscross. <sighs> yeah. You want to talk yeah. about this. No. <laughs> okay. We don't have to talk about it. No. I, listen, man. Crisscross, Mac Daddy specific, and, and Mac Daddy's. I did warm it up at my third grade talent show. I was the Mac Daddy because I was darker, and my friend Michael was Daddy Mac because he was light skinned. <laughs> we had the backwards. I had the backwards overalls with the Bugs Bunny and Taz shirt Ooh. with the with the starter with the San Francisco Giants pin uh, uh, pinstripe starter hat with the tag still on. Like yo, like that, like crisscross is one of the reasons why I do what I do today. So to hear and you know when they did this, I really wanted to go to that social so death concert. Um, I watched it on YouTube, and I, I haven't had that much fun watching a concert on YouTube. It really felt like I was there. It was a really good show. Yeah. And to see Criss Cross come out, you know, after, aside from the five minutes after they, they ran out and they expended all the energy and they were exhausted, 
<laughs> like you meet and they had like a 15 minute set and they just spent the, the other 10 minutes trying to get their breath back. Um, I was really happy to see Jermaine cut them a check and give them some shine. You know, I don't need new music. I don't need any of that, you know, but, you know, 34. Like that's that's tough, man. Yeah. yeah. 34. That's tough. And so that that hurt that 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 really bothered me. Yeah, that's all I said. All right, I think that's good. We we can leave it at that. Um, but actually, one thing I want to say, like in True Clock Radio Speakers fashion, I went back and listened to some of those old crisscross records now with a, a different ear, right? Yeah. How how much money did Jermaine spend on clearing samples? Oh my god! I mean, jump alone. <laughs> yeah. There's three of the most famous samples. Yeah. In that song. Yeah. Right, the most famous, the most famous synth line. Yeah, one of the most famous drum breaks. Yep. And a Jackson Five record. And a Jackson Five record. And I'm sure yeah. there's probably other samples in there. I just listened real quick. Like, my goodness. Yeah. Um, they still. I bet Jermaine still made money off that though. I'm sure he I'm did. Sure. I don't know how. Like, I don't think you could. I don't think you can make that record today. Not at all. You would cost so much to clear. Not at all. They probably, the, the good thing about it is they probably cleared it on the front end. So they probably didn't spend as much money as they would have had they, had they known that it was going to blow up like that. Yeah. So, you know, nobody was doing kid records back then. Other, you know, it was like another bad creation, you know. You know what I need? I need a Spotify playlist that has, um, like, nothing but really great old West Coast-inspired synth lines. Oh, Wow. Right? right, like right. even if it's something like I mean everything from about about it to the about death about it, stuff above, to, the, yeah. above the law, black Superman. Um, See, that'd be a great yeah. Spotify playlist. Ice Cube, Ghetto Bird, <laughs> yeah, that would be really dope. Mad CJ Mac, take a ride. Oh, you bugging? <laughs> you know that's me. That's me all day. That, that's why I, you know it's the alley oop yeah. that you know. I was, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna make my early '90s uh, Blue Eyed Soul playlist after we got off, but I might have to. Switch. I might have to do a kid rap playlist too. I need some illegal, <laughs> some early brat, the youngsters. Oh, I forgot about the youngsters. Some Shaheem? You gonna throw some Shaheem? Oh, there? of course, some Shaheem. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, Chiali? Uh, I wasn't a real big Chiali fan. I'm not mad at him. It just really wasn't my. Just really wasn't my speed. Of course, you're gonna throw some Bow Wow on there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I did a So So Deaf playlist after I watched that concert. And I threw more Bow Wow records on that playlist than I thought. How? Wait. He had some joints. Like what? He had some joints. He had some joints when he was like getting older. No. Yeah. No. He did. The record with Jagged Edge. Not Puppy Love. <laughs> Not Puppy Love. <laughs> he had my baby with Jagged Edge. He had, I like the, uh, the, the joint Sierra with the new edition sample. <laughs> hey. No uh, shame in my game, buddy. Um. Anyway, <laughs> here you go. All right. So, what else are we talking about? We'll see. We 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 haven't really Jumanji? talked. Jumanji. Jumanji. Um, Jehoshaphat. We can talk. Well, let's talk about J Cole a little later. Okay. We still got some Cole. random re. Okay. Um. So it looks like uh, "Chick Don't Kill My Vibe" is Kendrick's next single, huh? Yeah. They got a video. But yep. looks like they're shooting the video. Yeah. Looks like despite. I'll tell you, so we've talked about this ad nauseum. I just want to talk about it one more time because, you know, it's, it's my show. I can do what I want. Um, 
my, my man Kendrick releases the most cinematic storytelling driven album in years and proceeds yeah. to make videos that don't follow the story. Absolutely. Can anybody explain this to me? Wow. That's I, true. I, I is it I almost think it's the it's the sort of thing where and you know, considering we're doing, you know, stuff for cars right now, we can relate in what you know Wendy Day talks about this a little bit. If you didn't hear it, go listen to the last episode. Rappers get inside their own heads. Right. right. He, he's yep. heard this story. He's had this story planned out for so long. He's probably sick of it. Yeah. I'm he's, sure he is. He's like, nah, I can do better. And it's like, actually, you could probably, like, to me, Backseat Freestyle is the biggest example of that. Yep. Like, that was yep. set. Like, yep. th- it was all right there. Yep, yep. I, I totally agree. He he could have had like a reoccurring thing. He even could have had there was a commercial for the Al kid riding in the van. Yeah, see? He could have used that same kid. It just could have played different parts of the story. It it played it played itself. I know. It really did. It played it was too he even could have did a trapped in the closet style. He could have got a deal with a he could have got a, a young up and coming director who wouldn't have charged much. He could have got a deal with one of those, you know, I don't know, AMC, TMC. <laughs> I, I don't know. You might be he the only person to ever confuse AMC with TMZ. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, I was thinking, not TMZ, like TMZ, like Turner oh, Movie Classics. Turn him, yo, <laughs> Kendrick, Lamar, Kendrick Lamar on Turner He could have got Fuse. Fuse. There's a few channels. Just go, that, just go right to, go right to. Actually, he could have went straight to YouTube. Could have gone straight to YouTube and, and monetize it that way. You could have done MTV. You could have done. I mean, you could have reached back. I don't know how this would work now, but like, you come back with the deluxe edition, right? Uh, oh, that has the deep, that has like the short film on it that you that you bundle that with it, and you pay extra. Like you inc- like what? Like murder was the case. Yeah, and yeah. not and not you know not like what the massacre had, where it was like awful videos. But no, 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 no. Yeah, it's like a blue screen, and they just. <laughs> He just stood there and they just made a bunch of stuff happen behind him while the whole the entire album played. That was horrible. You could have turned it into a whole separate movie, almost like the Streets is Watching soundtrack, and threw a yes. bunch of your TDE guys on the soundtrack. Yeah. Right? You could In other words, Kendrick, come hire me. I'm gonna set you straight. We could we could fix this all right now. Um, yeah. but uh, you know, Chick Don't Come My Vibes next single. Uh, do you like that as a single choice? Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Um, I guess we should have saw it coming with the J with the J remix, um, but I'm not I'm not mad at it. I know you're a big fan of you know Money Trees being the being the next single. That was the one song to me that was sort of the surprise breakout hit when the album came out. In terms, of what I mean by breakout hit is everybody was like, oh, that's the song, right? Like yeah. there were some songs when you listen to it the first time, you're like, all right, Poetic Justice is obviously going to be a single, right? Like yeah. you could pick it, you could pick some of this out, and we sort of knew that. I would say Backseat Freestyle was the other one where people just latched onto it, but Money Trees, like I feel like people were immediately like, yeah, Money Trees. Yep. Money Trees has that sort of warm weather feel. And it could and it would have did a lot for J. Well, it has done a lot for J. Rock, but it would have done more had they released it as. But they still got time to me. That's right. You know, actually, you you know, you, maybe you're right. And the, the smart way to do this is you hold off on that until J. Rock has something he can sort of push along with that. Yeah. But I don't know if that's going to happen though because they they TDE seems to be so focused on Q and, and Absol. The J Rock is just there. Mm. I don't think the way that they move do and they money, operate. Money I, Trees I, remix? I don't, yeah, they could do a Money Trees remix. They could do a Money Trees remix. Um, but 
to me, the way that TDE moves and operates, I don't see them not putting out anything from J-Rock. Mm-hmm. I don't see them saying, all right, well, these are guys and you're just going to play the support role. Like, they really seem like a family more than the label, like a, yeah, a, a, yeah. a brotherhood, what have you. Um, so they see, but they seem to be so, I guess maybe what they're doing is they've already got Q's obviously next. Um, soul is obviously after him. And then while they're, as they were doing with Kendrick, how, while Kendrick was out, they were slowly burning, uh, Q and soul that while Q is out, they'll slowly, slowly be burning soul and J rock. And Kendrick can just be. Grammy Grammy guy because you know he's I don't I don't know if he's going to clean up but he'll be at the Grammys next year oh yeah absolutely without question and if he doesn't win at least one I mean well you know what the problem you know what the problem is what's that we talked about this when we did a Grammy episode how the Grammy timeline works he's gonna he gets in right at the start of the Grammy timeline so he like yeah he'll be in the 2014 Grammys Right, so but I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna kill him. But if you because look at the artists, album, that, if you look at the artists that are the big, because the Grammys are all about big name artists. Yep. So we got Kanye with a record coming soon. Yep. That's gonna hurt. Uh, um, I, like I think he'll get nominated and everything, but I feel like, like I mean, again, we talked about this at length in the Grammy episode, but it's kind of weird that. You know, his album comes out in the fall when they have the Grammys in February, like, and they're talking about 2012, like, he's not included. Because at that time, like, if the Grammy timeline would have been shifted a little later, he would have had a real shot. Because if you look at the stuff that won, it was, it was, I mean, it was stuff Chill. off, it was stuff off Watch the Throne. That album had to, that, that album had to win Grammys. It, it did, to- but that was another case where, like, talk about the edge of the cycle, but that worked because it was... You know, Kanye and Jay. Kanye, absolutely. And they had hit records on there. But I mean, God, Otis won a Grammy. <laughs> like, come on. No Church in the Wild won a Grammy? Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Come on. Oh, you know who else is going to clean up this shit? Oh. Macklemore. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. You're I didn't right. even think about him. Oh, he's cleaning up. White people love Macklemore. Love him. <laughs> love him. Let me tell you this much. White girls love Macklemore. They do. They love him. Yeah. I didn't know that uh, Ryan Lewis was from Spokane. That's where I was stationed at. That's hilarious. Yeah, they're all from, like, both of them from Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew Macklemore was from Seattle, um, but I didn't know. Ma- uh, Seattle and Spokane is, like, four hours away. Yeah. yeah. So that's, but, I mean, in order for you to do anything in Spokane, you're probably going to have to make that drive. Cause well, where else you, I mean, where's he going? Idaho? You're not going to Idaho. You're not going to Montana. You got to go the other way. French? <laughs> Montana? Boom. All right. But, um, yeah. So yeah, this Grammy, these Grammys are going to be really interesting, but I think <clears throat> hopefully Kendrick, at least if he doesn't get a Grammy, I hope he gets a stage. He'll I hope least, him and Macklemore get, get a stage. He'll at least get nominated. I could definitely see Macklemore getting a stage. Yeah, They've Macklemore now got did. two legit big hits. Like but his huge live show hits. sucks. Macklemore? Yes. I've never, seen, I've, I've never seen his stage show transcend live well. I saw him on MTV, didn't look right. Saw him on SNL, didn't look right. It's not, there's way too much going on. Mm. He's like, he's got, a, he's got a horn section up here. They're dancing. He's got the, the weird guy singing the hook. He's dancing all weird. Macklemore's jumping over here. Ryan Lewis is here. He's got a freaking marching band here. Like, it's, there's way too much going on. 
And that's what you don't want to do. If you look at the old performances, your, 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 your old performances that had a lot of stuff going on, I'll reference two people, James Brown, MC Hammer. Even though there was a lot going on, there was still a central focus. Hmm. The central focus was James Brown. The central focus was MC Hammer. You could look to the side and you could say, okay, they're doing a two-step over here. They're doing a two-step over here. Hey, look at that guy with the hair. <laughs> like that stuff was going, but then you still saw James. You still saw Hammer. There's way too much going on with Macklemore shows. I hope that he kind of hones that in before he gets a big stage like the Grammys. Because there's a lot of stage there. And if it's Macklemore that I've seen on television, he's going to want to utilize that entire stage. And you can do that without being all extra. So, yeah. So speaking of Kanye. Speaking of Kanye. He tweets out. What, June 18th or whatever? June 18th, yep. People are assuming that's an album release date. It is not. What is it? It is a performance on Saturday Night Live. Ah, that's the end of May, not the end of June. I'm sorry. That's not, that's, uh, that's not, that's two, that's next week? Yeah, he's, really? he's, he's going to be on SNL in a couple weeks. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Nah, that can't be an album release date. That can't be, a, that, well, never mind, it's Kanye. Anything's possible. <laughs> It's kind. It's. I know Elliot Wilson. I've never seen Elliot Wilson backtrack like that before. Why? What did Elliot Wilson say? Elliot Wilson, when he tweeted out June 18th, Elliot Wilson was like, "Boom! Album release date. Album release date." You know, he's. If you follow him on Twitter, he is a retweet whore. He is a self promotion whore. He will tweet you links and and all that stuff until like there's no tomorrow. And even when he's wrong, he might, you know, have a tweet about it. You know, my bad, da da da, a little clarification or whatever. Um, he'll have like a Jay Z line to clean it up or something. But in this case, he sent out several tweets. You know, June eighteenth is not a Kanye release date. My apologies, person. This person, da da da. Nothing has been confirmed. Da-da-da. Like he really makes sure, sure. He really made sure that he cleaned that up, which was really weird. So either, <clears throat> and you're right now. That I think about it. Maybe, maybe he knows about it and he let the cat out the bag and he assumed because Kanye tweeted about it that it was cool to talk about. Yeah. yeah. And Kanye just wanted to kind of stay anonymous with it. I think so Ka- it could look I mean Kanye could be doing the, the Timberlake path. Sounds like the album's done. It's it, oh it's definitely done. Uh Peter Rosenberg. Yeah. Um he didn't hear the album, but he has friends at Def Jam who say that Kanye had a listening session at the label. And that the album is dark and that it's done and that it's really good. So, which all sounds, that, that's all good things. Um, nah, you don't, I, don't want I, a don't. Dark, I don't want a dark album from Kanye. I, I don't. I do. I do. I don't. Why, why I don't, not? I don't. Like I, like I said, Kanye right now reminds me of the married guy who is never out of the house, is never, out of, never three steps away from his wife. Except all he is is out of the house. <laughs> But he's always with freaking Kim. He just spent how long in Paris recording this album? I was like, she wasn't there. Nah, she wasn't there. They have she have the e cameras there with them. Nah, with the cat. I'm sorry. I I I hang out with someone who watches that show. You're lying. We're gonna check your DVR. <laughs> and I have the whole season, son. <laughs> And I got the bonus. I got the bonus feature saved in my in my YouTube favorites. You already pre-ordered on Amazon. Don't lie. I did. 
I did. I'm sorry. Um, I did. I even like Chloe and Lamar. All of it. Um, I, I I just don't want to hear a dark album from Kanye. I, I that's like, what he's best at. No, he's not. He's not. This is where we this is where we differ. <laughs> yes, we've it talked is. about this at length because we've had the Kanye West retro. Mm. And I love graduation. Yeah, that Kanye you, is dead. You oh he, here. yeah. He, I, and that's that pains me to say, and I really hope he comes back. I don't I don't want to be pessimistic about that. But you love Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye. Yeah, it's the best Kanye album. I love Good Friday, Kanye. The, that Kanye album, that, that album is dope. It's not nearly as dope Yo. as Dark Twisted Fantasy. Dark Twisted Fantasy is good. It's better than I gave it credit for. But I'm It's cool. one of the best albums of the past 10 years. You're bugging. It's not even the best Kanye album in the it's past 10 years. It's by far the best Kanye album. No way that album is better than Graduation. You no talk, way. You, you talk in the same album that has Workout Plan. You talk in the Gra- same no, album. Graduation doesn't have Workout Plan. Oh, I'm sorry, plan. Graduation. You, I was thinking College Dropout. Graduation. You're thinking of Hot Girls. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, Even no, no. you like that song. Yeah, that song's not bad. See? No, I like Graduation. Graduation's a great album, but it's not Dark Twisted Fantasy. No, way better. Nothing, nothing on Dark Twisted Fantasy messes with I Wonder, Can't Tell Me Nothing, or... Um, um, you really, like, Flash and Lights. You really forgot, like, that little blue dress. That was cool. That was cool. Ah, we're done. We're done. It was good. It was good. It was good. It's rare. It was good until Ross got on it. The Ross part made it great. What else? <laughs> what do we got? It was Dark, Dark Twisted By the Fantasy. Way, the, origi- the original version of that, which was on Good Friday, would have was, was one of the best. I don't even listen be- to it because it It was one of the best Good Friday tracks. No. Unquestionably. Not at all. What's... What? <laughs> Not at all. Looking for trouble. It's all, the that, jo- that's the okay. joy, you serious? The joy is okay. Ah, oh, you're bugging. I this cut it off. This episode, we're not even going to make it to episode 100. <laughs> I cut it off my version of Watch the Throne. Oh, you're bugging. <laughs> oh. I was just listening to Watch the Throne the other day, actually. That's that album. My 1.5 has held up real strong. I need, I, I got to look and see if I have that in my, um... <laughs> And my thing, because I was, I played that album out and then I haven't heard it in a long time. And I heard Otis the other day and I was like, yo, Otis is tough. You know what's I tough? I need to hear that album again. Especially with, not the, now it's warmer. You got to roll the windows down early in the morning, yeah. like driving to work. And you got to blast Who Gonna Stop Me now. I still don't like Who Gonna Stop Me. I never like Who Gonna Stop Me. I don't even understand. You know what song, I, you know what song <laughs> grew on me? Um, Excellence. Yeah, Excellence I always cool. liked Murder more than Excellence, but not Excellence is retarded. Yeah, no, I like both of them. Um, you know, I even like Welcome to the Jungle. I like Welcome to the Jungle, too. We're definitely in the minority on that, but I like that record, too. That's Jay my Cook. chick? <sighs> oh, my. Jay's verse? Yeah. <sighs> Jay destroys it. Yeah. How I, yeah, I Love I, You? I, what's that? I, how I Love You? Nah, not big. Oh. Nah, I Love You. Um, what's the other? Illus MF Alive? Nah. That Illus MF Alive is crazy. Crazy. Nah, I'm Crazy. Good. I think it's because I, when I think of that, I watch, I always have the documentary in my head, so I have really awkwardly dancing to it, <laughs> and it throws me off. <laughs> He's like, hey, he said my name on the song. He's, he did like Cool Dad. So, so speaking of Watch the Throne, this is a great segue, because we need to talk about this Great Gatsby soundtrack. Okay. Which is, Great Gatsby, I, I need to see this movie, because if this soundtrack's any indication, it's like the white person watched the throne. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's all very dramatic and very like lush and very okay. like 
Yeah, it, this is like this is uh, like luxury white people music, but like <laughs> you know dramatic. Like so, you got Jay's hundred dollar bill, which you're not a fan of, right? No, it it was very very ho hum. Um, I feel like this was like a a part of me wants a part of me wants to say that this beat is like a blueprint three throwaway, and the only reason why I think it's updated because he kind of has that Chief Keef stop stutter flow on this, mm-hmm. which makes me believe that it's recent. But that beat just kind of feels dated to me, and I don't really like the song. It's all right. If I never hear it again, I'm good. Did you, you like it? It's okay. It's growing on me. Okay. Um, you got Andre and Beyonce with the Back to Black remake. That is weird. Okay. I still need to hear that. <clears throat> it's totally stripped down, and there's like 808s, and it's a whole different feel. But beyond that, there's some, there's some songs on the soundtrack. Like, you know I'm a Lana Del Rey fan. You are. Young and Beautiful is dope. That that's a that's a real good Lana Del Rey song. I'm not a real big Jack White fan, but Love Is Blindness is is crazy. That's the song they've been playing in the trailer. Okay. Um. Let's see other good ones on it. We got um, Florence and the Machine with a song called Over the Love, which is really really dope. Um. Let's see. We got it's just a bunch of rant. It looks like a it looks like a pitchfork like playlist exploded over this album. Um, <laughs> That's right up Jay's alley. Yeah. yeah. Jay but, listens to that, hey, I'm Jay-Z and I'm from Brooklyn, but I listen to the White Stripes. L- let me tell you, there's some, there's some real struggle on this. Like, like they, they remade Crazy in Love with like a 1920s like swing band. Huh? Uh-huh. And Who then, sang it? Uh, Who well, sang you it? Can make, you can make me play this whole track list, I mean. I was stupid and took notes, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do complete. You know, listen, man. Hold on. That's funny. Uh, checklist review. Uh, who sang that? Oh, um, I can never pronounce her name. Emily Sandy, the chick who sings oh, that Emil, next to me. Emil Sandy. Emil yeah, Sandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's awful. Um, huh. Let's see what else is there. There's a uh, oh man, there's this just awful Will I Am song called Bang no Bang. No way. Yeah, funny, right? No um, way. We we need to talk about the the plot that ESPN and ABC are perpetuating on America. Power, power. <laughs> it's like, dude, this is this is this is just as bad as that Justin Bieber Buster Rom song that they played. No, <laughs> during during the holidays, like it, it's. Was, a, I mean, the problem is it's almost the same song as that Britney Will I Am. Um, oh, the remix. Yeah, yeah. scream and shout. Yeah, it's the same. It's like the same beat practically. Um, but no, the Will I Am song is kind of funny. Like, I, it's funny because it sort of combines like that same type of like Will I Am dance pop production with some like 1920s horns. It's awful. All right. It, yeah, Mr. William I Am. Um, William I Am. There's a terrible Fergie record on here. No. Um, Is Apple D. Apple on this album too? <laughs> he, they, 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 they threw him in the bushes. Like I don't yeah. even know. Him and the, what's the other guy's name? Like Johnny Two Times. What's his name? <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm totally in like 1920s mode. My bad. That has nothing to do with Black Eyed Peas. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, um, so there's some, you know, if, if, if you want to hear some angsty white people like, you know, we're rich, but we've got problems music, you know. <laughs> angsty white people. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, yeah, that's all I want to say about Craig Gatsby. Um, okay. And, of course, you know, no Church in the Wilds on this, but that's played, no. out. played out. At this point, my, my problem with it is I hear that and I just think of car commercials. Like, totally think of car commercials. I can't believe Jeez. how much they've gotten out of that song. That and I mean, now now it's, you know, now it's Macklemore Can't Hold Us. Oh, man. When I, I think got... of Macklemore Can't Hold Us, now I think of, like, um, like turning a computer on. ESPN is going to run that beat to the ground in terms of like background music for some like like is that it's the perfect beat for that yeah 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 every time nate robinson makes a shot and they go to commercial that's what they play you don't think that you don't think the heat are in trouble right no, no. i think this i think that was actually the perfect thing to happen to the that heat. was the worst that's just like i said when chicago beat them uh and broke the streak that was the worst thing that you could have done they pun- basically they just punched they just punched Miami in the mouth and Miami's like oh so we got to play, yeah because they really didn't play like they really didn't play they were rusty they didn't really give it all I don't know what Dwayne Wade's doing with his life um, but they're gonna wake up now they're gonna wake up now I I would be very surprised if Chicago wins another game they 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 might get one at home they might get one at home eh, especially like sure. if they can get Dang back for like game four I could see that. Mm, yeah, but it's not going. It's definitely not going seven. But game two yeah. will be a statement game for LeBron. It has to be. It has to be. Has to be. They cannot come out sluggish no. for game two. They have to come out and destroy. They need to destroy them by halftime. Like they need to just kill them. Like take all of the energy off of the bench. Am I stupid? Or I mean, considering what they have left in that team, shouldn't their first move be we need to get? Um, we need to get your boy Noah in foul trouble immediately. 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 Yeah. He's the heart and soul of that team. But they're not they, – they haven't – they're letting people beat up LeBron. LeBron is not getting called at all. Nah, and he's sort of settling a little bit for that outside shot. They got to get him down. They got to figure out how to get him down low. <clears throat> but I think that's why he's settling for the shot is because he knows every time he drives. Like this time last year, they were giving him everything. Well, and part of the problem is for whatever reason, Chicago gets a pass. Like yeah. when Chicago beat them to beat the streak, they were basically that, that was like old like '90s Riley basketball. Yeah, which you'll hear these announcers like sort of, you know, get all nostalgic about. But look, those those '90s Riley teams almost killed the NBA. They were awful for the NBA. Why? Slowed the game down. They. It wasn't about. Hey, this is bad. Like basketball is supposed to be a little free flowing. Like you, yeah, defense. I get. It. I'm a defensive guy actually, but they really like slowed the game down. You got those like games in the '60s and '70s. Yeah. Some of those like Pacers Knicks matchups from the like the 2000s. Some of those, and then later on when he moved down to to Miami, like those Heat Knicks matchups, they were just hard to watch. Ugly. They were. They they're 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 memorable. For the, the, the Van Gundy fight and the, the rivalry and all that stuff, but... In terms of basketball? For, in terms of basketball. 
but they were you know, ugly games. That's all Chicago's got right now. Yeah. Right. They've got they've got heart and they've got effort, and they're gonna try to they're gonna try to like bring they're gonna try to drag Miami into the dirt. I agree with that. All right. Anything else you want to say about basketball before um, we lose half the audience? <laughs> I, I, I uh, you know, just shout out to Steph Curry. Um, shout out to the West. The West is wide open right now. Um, you think the West is wide open? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if any of those teams ended up in the finals. I, the when Warriors they, aren't ending up, but. Um. But I, yeah, in, in I don't want to, you know. All right, yeah. D- <sighs> J- <sighs> what Curry did last night was incredible. It Mark was. Jackson has Mark Jackson just has to like how many minutes he, I think he played 54 minutes. Got to sit him down. Got to give him a break. Yeah, you don't need tough. him that bad, especially when they when you're up 18, sit him down. Yeah. When you're up 10, sit him down. Depending on how much time is left. But whatever. Let's 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 move on. All right. We can move on. So, um let's see what my notes at. So, we talked Kanye, we talked Great Gatsby. Oh, my man Pusha. Yeah. He's doing a lot of talking right now. A lot of talking. He, uh, he's got a release date. July 16th. I, I don't know what got him this release date. I'm not mad at it. That was, that was what I was going to ask you. Numbers on the boards is still crazy. Yep. Um, Better than an open letter. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. who's talking? Nobody's talking about open letter right now. Nobody. Rappers yeah. are spending their time doing five AM and insert my city remixes. They're not doing. Hey, shout out to Joel Ortiz. He destroyed five AM in Brooklyn. That's one of my favorite verses this year. He destroyed that. Joel can rap. Joel can rap, bro. You gonna do five AM in Columbus? Nah. Nope. You didn't do a five. You could have done a five AM in Florida. <laughs> no, <laughs> I ain't doing 5 a.m. nowhere. If I rap to anything, I've got a verse for numbers on the board. Um, I don't know if I'm going to put it out or not, but it's it's a it's yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So he's also got already talking up his next album. So rapperish. So rap- hey, Roman, what do you got planned after Kairos? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I've got an idea of kind of what I want to do, but nothing. I'm chilling. This album took me a year to make. If you're asking me about another album like in by July, nope. Nope. So we assume that if he's got a release date, he's got a single. <clears throat> yes, that would be that would be a correct assumption. Here's why I'm getting confused. Well, maybe not. So I think this is kind of interesting. So Kanye looks like he might just come in and dominate the next couple months. Right. So they're going to try to have Pusha sort of ride off that Kanye hype? I hope not. Makes sense. I mean, if he if he has a sing if he has a, you know, a big song with Pusha, that could work. No. Speaking <laughs> of which, I I I did not get a I did not get a denial on the uh the gunplay rumor that I I tweeted you yesterday. I, I, I thought gotta, I thought I thought I saw that that was fake. I gotta I gotta that wasn't supposed to get out. Hmm. Because S one definitely sent that tweet out. He just deleted it. So well, that's we'll interesting. See. That's interesting. Um, we'll see. 
All right, so what else we want to talk about? Pusha. We don't need to talk at all about this Busta Pharrell song. That's terrible. Awful. <laughs> Just awful. <laughs> um, speaking of release dates. Oh, man. Yeah, release dates. You, you mean Justin Timberlake? Yeah. 2020 Experience Part 2. Part 2. September 30th. September 30th. That's a really interesting date. How so? That's technically outside the fourth quarter. I think he's. I think he's good because that f- the first one is going to get him what he needs. No, I, I'm. Look, I. You know, clearly he's proven that. Um, clearly he's proven that he can. You know, he can still sell a lot of records. But to me, what I think that time actually makes a ton of sense is because if if you know the typical label move would be to drop a record that big later in the year. Yeah. But if he does this in September. What kind of that means he has an opportunity to do all that kind of promotion again. Yeah, yeah, I mean when you think about it like so what is what does that mean for all the singles that that are all the potential singles on the first one? Well, what's the next single after Mirrors? What's the next single after Mirrors? Yeah. Uh I don't know. I, yeah. You said that girl, right? I thought that was an obvious choice. Um, well, let me pull up because I really haven't listened to this album since. I think Strawberry Bubblegum. You know, I love. I, I still like that song, but I'm. Oh, I'm pull. I'm pulling it. Oh, did I delete it off my phone? I guess so. Wow. Ah. Yeah, I really didn't listen to this album. I really didn't. Um. Yeah, I guess so. Strawberry Bubblegum. What's the song after that? Nah, not Spaceship Coop. That's not a single. Tunnel Vision. Tun- Tunnel Vision, eh, maybe in 2008. <clears throat> 2006, that would have been a single, but nah, not now. Um, yeah, I think that girl was, nah, that was kind of a... That was like the, the, that was like the buzz single, I guess. Hmm. <sighs> Excuse me. Y'all right, man? You sure. tired? I'm very tired. Um, I'm very tired. Yeah, We're so, good. I mean... Oh, is uh do you do you think that this is th- that it was really intended to be two part a two part album from the beginning or was it um is this leftovers? I think it was intended to be two part from the beginning. Okay. I think if we think about this allows I don't know. I don't know. I think I think because to me this allows if he puts out a 20 track album this really hurts his show because this, you know, as we talked about earlier, this is obviously a tour album. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he can focus on half, performing half of the album and then still doing records off the previous two albums. Yeah, I mean, am I crazy? I mean, would, wouldn't it make sense? Wouldn't it made sense to drop this again early next year? Uh, like you I'll, go, you tour the whole year. Take a little time off. You jump off again. Do another big tour. Yeah, especially if yeah, if this if this is tour if this is tour um, centered, then yes, I agree. Hmm. But I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they were thinking. We need to talk about your girl Lauren Hill. Do we have to? It's sad, man. That song is awful. 
it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers everybody else. Awful. Just awful. The beat's not bad. The lyrics are not bad. She's just... She's doing the J Electronica Act 1 flow. <laughs> she's not on beat. It's just it's just weird. Mm. I don't know. Do you think she did that on purpose? Because I don't, she, pretend, she, to, I don't she, pretend to know what she's doing anymore. I well, she, she came out and she said, you know, I, I, my label forced me to put out an early, you know, put out this track. But, you know, but that's under the assumption that the track is just, um, that it's the track or it's the mix and not the song. No, I think the song's just, eh. she's completely, I mean, for, I'm sure, you know. A variety of reasons, but she's completely not the artist that we all remember. She's so far removed from that. Like, I don't even, you know, I understand things happen, people change, whatever, but like, you know, that's, that's a, we have a memory of Lauren that is 15 years old. Absolutely. And I'm the only person in America who liked Unplugged. Oh my goodness. Around that time that she didn't unplug, she came to Yukon. I didn't go to it. My wife did. From all accounts, it was a disaster. Yeah, I mean, but that's been a pretty central theme of a lot of her shows over the last 10 years. Yeah. But that doesn't take away from that album being tough, though. Mm. That was tough, B. Anyway. Anyway, we got... One thing we haven't talked about yet, and I guess this... I mean, this believe it or not, this might be a short episode. This might finish off the episode. We got to talk about your man, Jermichael, Your Majesty... Jermichael. <laughs> J. Cole's got an EP. He does. Yours truly too. Now has he got has he put out a release has he has he had his release date since we've had our show? I don't know. What what is the date? Is it um Um June twenty fifth. June twenty fifth. Yeah, June Isn't that the same day as Wale? It's get, June's getting crowded. Yeah. Hold on, let me let me look this up. Hold on, one. I mean, you notice they're all avoiding May twenty first. I mean, that's I mean that's French that's French Montana's date. That's Kairos. They staying away from Kairos. <laughs> no, I'm saying they're staying away. <laughs> they're staying away from uh, yeah, June twenty fifth. Yep, yep. So yeah, J-, J Cole and Wale are coming out at the same time, same date. But yeah, they know, they know about Kairos and they know that you know, French about to take over the streets as well. So. Um. Did so you listen to the EP? Yes, I did. I only listened to it uh twice. So uh, we can go track. I mean, it's only like six tracks. We can go track by track. Um, All right. Cold summer. I don't I, like this. That's the surprise you, of the show. I I wrote I literally wrote wrote my notes. I know Armand loves the Lauren sample. Nah, I actually because I've had I had a beat made with this back in I had Sandman who did Genesis Revelation. I had to make me this exact same beat in two thousand and three, mm. like the exact same, same drums, sped up the same, sped up the same way, same tempo, all of that. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, and he just kind, I just kind of lost. He lost me in the rap. It was just one long rap, and there was no change up, no anything. I, I was. Nah, I'm not really big on like extra long verse J. Cole. I don't need to, I don't need 60 bars from J. Cole. I'm good with 32 at the most. 
24 to 32 bar J. Cole, a really focused J. Cole, I'm good. 60 bars, mm mm. Who do we really he, want 60 bars from, though? Joel Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there are a few artists who can pull those off very well. Joel, Budden, um, those artists who actually don't waste bars. Um, it's very few, but, you know, very few people can pull off the 60 bars, but, but artists still do it. I mean, OJ the Juice Man just put out a, a, a song called No Hook, but it's crazy, though. <laughs> no. Crazy. He still wears, like, the big denim shorts. It's always like, going to be 2007 for him. Always. The Jabode with the Velcro strap. Always. It's amazing. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, you know, I forgot to ask, what's the, what's the fashion down in Florida? Um, I was more so in a Spanish neighborhood. So okay. a lot of polos, a lot of striped polos, <laughs> and a lot of white rimmed glasses. Mm. Shades. Okay. A lot of those. A lot of those. A lot of Jordans. Well, you know. A lot of bronze. Yeah. Nothing out, nothing out of the ordinary. Nah, nothing out. Nah, nothing out. Right. It's not like it was when, when we were coming up where you would go to a different city and see like fashion just totally. I think there's like, still a little bit. I mean, I think there's still definitely some regional differences. A little bit. I mean, not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way. I mean, even when I go to New York, I was like, eh. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. It's just because the Internet has just made everything smaller. You know, now we see things. We see, you know, fashion forward stuff all the time you know everything from asos everlane even to you know gap h&m stuff like that like <clears throat> you know it's like it's not anything crazy out there and especially now the thing in style it like the the style in fashion is having your own fashion like you just do what you want to do so as long as your clothes just aren't draping off your body mm. so it, it it's, it's just different it's just different it's that's just your, different your, it's just that's different your, that's your line anyway that's my line Let's yeah. transition from fashion to talking about Kenny Lofton. <laughs> Back to J- hey, did, hold on real quick. Yeah, before yeah. we go to Kenny Lofton, did you see um, TN Tamara tweet about J. Cole's record? Let me start over. When would I ever see a tweet from TN Tamara? I don't know, man. <laughs> we live in different worlds on Twitter. I see. I see. So he has the line in the song where he talks about sleeping with TN Tamara. And yeah. yeah, I'm not going to go into everything else he says. So Tia tweets and Tia's like, hey, um, I don't follow Tia on Twitter. All right. <laughs> Lies. Like, Surpri- no, no, no. My man's no, got, t- my man's got now, his Twitter list game on lock. Once it, once, I mean, honestly, man, once a chick, either once a chick gets married or once she like starts doing uh, reality TV, she falls off to me. I'm picky. <laughs> I'm super picky. Um, but yeah, it's she was like, hey, that. her J. Cole wrote a song about us. Somebody send me a link. So then J. Cole retweets her and is like, no, don't do it. And then she just tweets, oh, Lord, like she heard it. Like, that's, cr- that's crazy. I don't understand what. The- you don't realize. I think that you don't realize. The things that you say and just how small the world is nowadays. I can mm. throw I can throw a rocket I can throw a rocket shoe from Columbus and hit you in Connecticut. You know? People think like people that people think that we really sit in a room and do this show together. They don't realize that we're in two totally different states and we've only met in person once. 
Yeah, we. You know, I should probably just take a take a picture. Of, like, it's literally. I got the Skype thing on one side. I got this mic hanging down in front of me. Like, I'm reco- I got. I'm recording two ch- two channels at once. I'm recording the, my mic and what is coming out of Skype from our mind. That is how we record this show. <laughs> That's crazy. Um. Back to Kenny Lofton. Yeah, Kenny Lofton. This is the only reason I want to talk about this J. Cole record. Why? Because the song's dope? This record is crazy. That record is dope. Shout out to Kenai Finch. Because Finch. this Manhattan sample. Woo! Uh, Manhattan's? Okay. Um, yeah, I had, you know, I had it. I was sitting on it. Uh, of course, I immediately went digging to my other Manhattan stuff and started chopping samples and everything else. Here's what I don't get. Like, Jeezy's dope on this. This is the best J. Cole song I've heard in a while. A while. So they just they must have just not tried to clear this for the album. Nah. Yeah, because this was obviously... You get a G, you're get you not getting a Jeezy feature for a mixtape. Yeah, I, you know. Um, and then Manhattan's probably asked for, like, an arm and a leg. People sampled that before. I don't know. Um, that's, not, that's not one of those things that you can't get sampled. Like... I don't know, like the Lauren sample, like you can kind of see where that might be a little tricky, but Manhattan's. Uh. I think Lauren Hill would take whatever she could get. <laughs> You're right. You're right. She's trying to put scrap together that last 30k to avoid jail time. I thought she nah. I thought she was done. I th- I thought that she I thought she paid it back, but she was short like 30k, right? Was she? I thought she I thought she got. Excuse me. I thought she had to pay 970 and she got three months. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Kenny Lofton's incredible. Chris Tucker and yeah, I'm good off Chris Tucker. Ain't, ain't uh, two chains and... on this. Two chains is um, this is a, and even though I said two chains has been kind of washed, his verse is kind of funny on here. But I'm good. I'm good off the song though. I'm not really crazy about it. What else we got? Um, cousins and three wishes though. Jake won. I don't even remember this song. Three Wishes is dope. That's a nice beat from Jake One. But, uh, you know, overall, I'm not, I'm not mad at the CP. Sorry. Right. Nah, it's all right. It's okay. It's not depressing J. Cole. You're right. It's not depressing J. Cole. He's not depressed. Like, his, the last tape that he did a few months ago, yo. Um, so, what are you expecting from J. Cole's album? Nothing. <sighs> nothing, 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 and I'm only saying that because I want this album to be good. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm not, I'm not expecting anything because I expected something from Sideline Story, Mr. and what nice I watch. got was you got Mr. Nice Watch, ice cold trash. Oh, Mr. Nice Watch, why did you do that to me, Doc? <laughs> oh, that song was terrible, awful, 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 awful. I people, got people the will verse. People will defend that song too. People are defending. Have you heard that? You saw, have you seen that video of him making um, the video of him making um, Power Trip? No. <clears throat> at the if you should watch it because at the end he makes this video for or he makes this beat for Jay Z and like people are acting like that is like the most incredible beat ever and I this <laughs> comes off really corny like hey I got a Brooklyn sample. I'm going to give this to Jay-Z. Like, nah, nah. nah, nah. <sighs> but I'm, I'm not expecting anything. I, I just, I hope that the sound was good. Power Trip, I'm, 
Power Trip is cool. Like I won't I won't seek out to listen to it, but if it's on the radio, I won't change the station. I think I think that's a real good. I mean, the album comes out what in a month or so. Yeah. So this is a good single for now, but yeah. You, I don't know. You think is he gonna need no. something else? No. This, this is, is it. Yeah. This is it. Okay. This is this is a hit. It's a hit. All right. He's good. I'm sure you know the the. Does he have a J feature? Maybe. I'm sure that'll leak out. I hope that he doesn't want one at this point. Oh. We'll see. I think Jay, well, you know. I'm I'm still holding out hope that Jay can scrap together an album's worth of of good songs. Yeah. No hope from you, huh? Uh, I don't need, uh, well, I guess maybe it's me, because I I don't need a J. Cole and Jay-Z record. I feel like, I feel like the two of them could make a good record. So, I mean, they, never mind, because you don't like stars before. Ugh, I don't like that beat at all. <laughs> oh, man. Now that song is going to remind me of the freaking park. We're playing basketball, and the guy comes up in, like, these white linen pants and hard-bottom shoes, blasting I Believe I Can Fly from his Jeep Cherokee. And then if I could turn back the hands of time starts playing and like right in the middle of the song it cuts off and it goes straight into Star is Born. Remember, remember back in the Napster days where you get a half downloaded MP3 where you had to like make sure that before you downloaded the MP3 that the, the, the size of the file was a decent size. Like if it, was, if it was between four, six, maybe seven megabytes you knew that it was a legit MP3 but if it was like, you know, forgot about Dre Remix and it was only like 600 kilobytes or something like that then you knew it wasn't the whole song yeah that's I, how it cut off i still check i still check file sizes just because i want to see i don't care about the downloading whatever but i want to see because you know i want to get an idea of what kind of quality is it because I'm, <sighs> I'm a nerd like that yeah a little bit all right man we got anything else we want to talk about this week i think we're good wow um we are we doing anything special for the 100th episode or we uh what are we doing uh, I mean, we we threw around some ideas. Um, you know, we had the idea of actually inviting some of our fans on who have been asking us since episode one to come on the show <laughs> um, and just have them, you know, shoot the breeze with us for a little bit. Um, we've also talked about potentially doing um, kind of like a recap of some of our favorite episodes from the previous 99. We could possibly do both. I don't know. Yeah, we could we could maybe do that. Um, but we. Episode 100 will not be about Kairos. No, 101 will, but not 100. <laughs> we want to start off, <clears throat> start the new, new year off right. Uh-huh. Doing 100 episodes. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, That's cr- I, I guess I missed two of them. Is that right? Yeah, you missed the BT Awards. and when I, was, when I was on my honeymoon, I missed that one too. Yeah. So, yeah, you missed two. All right. You got to do one without me, man. <laughs> you gotta do one. No, nobody wants to get on the mic with me. <laughs> nah, cause I, you know, you sound like a rapper when you said that, yo. Nah, man. But um, nobody no, wants playing. to get on the mic with me. I got bars, B bars. Um, all right. But you ain't got the skills to eat. Never mind. <laughs> We're layering inside jokes on old rapper jokes and everything else. So, um, thank you once again, everybody, for listening. ClockCritiesSpeakers.com. Um, follow us both on Twitter. Follow the show at CRS Podcast, all one word. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Um, 
every Sunday night, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. to PulseRadio.com. I'm on. I'm guessing we'll play a variety of. Uh, who knows? He might just get on and play. You know, uh, crisscross for for two hours. I might play. I might have a little crisscross block because I, I downloaded the uh, the DJ Wonder mix that he did, and it wasn't. He didn't put. He didn't play. You gotta play some Young Rich and Dangerous. You gotta play the original, the album version of the Bomb. You gotta play All Right. Like you gotta play Matt. Like crisscross had records, B. Is, it, is tonight's the night? Is that the record I'm thinking of from that album? From that last? From that from album? Young Rich and Dangerous. Yeah. yeah, and it had Red Man on the remix. I like that song, man. Yep, the song was dope. Yep, had the same sample as uh, please, please Listen to My Demo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right, so all right. Uh, that concludes this episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Um, thank you all for tuning in, and we'll uh, see you all next week on episode 100.